You're listening to DraftKings Network. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. I'm telling you, cast me as the wacky best friend. I'm very good at memorizing lines. But not Uh, names. Names have no idea how to say them. Lines, very good. Welcome to Oddball. I'm Amino Hassan, and in New York City, it's Charlotte Wilder. Hello, Charlotte. Hello, Amin. Yep, it's official. I have in-season tournament fever. I can't <laughs> wait to talk about it. But first, the headlines. On Monday night in the in-season tournament quarterfinals, the Indiana Pacers beat the Boston Celtics 122 to 112. The Pacers now advance to the first ever semifinals of the in-season tournament in Las Vegas. The Celtics, who were favorites to win the entire tournament, and their star Jason Tatum, who was the favorite to be the MVP of the whole tournament, were just practicing for the playoffs by choking away leads in games they should have won. Ouch. Hey, by the way, guess who picked the Pacers? This guy. Yeah. Okay. Mwah. I love you, America's Heartland. I'll see you in February. No, you don't. You're lying. <laughs> the Pacers' Tyrese Halliburton recorded his first career triple double in only his second nationally televised game. When the schedule makers were asked how they could possibly have left Tyrese Halliburton off of the national TV schedule, the official response was oops. Out West, the New Orleans Pelicans punched their ticket to Las Vegas by defeating the Sacramento Kings at Sacramento 127-117. to 117, Behind 30 points, 8 rebounds, and 6 assists from Brandon Ingram. The Kings blew an early 15-point lead at home. When asked how that could happen, despite Zion having such a quiet night, the Kings responded, Oops. Um... I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't you have the Kings going to the finals of the in-season tournament in your bracket? Oops. The other big story from the game was Trey Lyles was given a technical foul for this strike, blow, not quite a punch to the back of Jonas Valanciunas' head. My favorite thing is even the rest didn't respect it. They, They called it a physical taunt, which is just... Oh. Like even when even the officials are like, I know what you were trying to do, but it was so pitiful. Even I can't punish you for that. That's you got to take a long look in the mirror, Trey Lyles. Get back in there. You have to play. 
Houston Rockets head coach Ime Udoka was ejected from Saturday night's game against the Lakers after receiving his second technical foul, this time for exchanging choice words with LeBron James, allegedly telling him to, quote, stop bitching and calling him a, quote, soft-ass little boy, with LeBron responding that he shouldn't, quote, use that word so loosely. more to this. You don't usually see you don't usually see stuff like this where coaches and players And so here is a brief history of people who have used that word loosely as it pertains to LeBron James in their opinion. Joakim Noah called LeBron a bitch in December of 2009. Sean Marion called LeBron a bitch in Game 4 of the 2011 Finals. A woman in Boston called LeBron a bitch in this photo with Rajon Rondo in 2012. I know her. Oh. Mario Chalmers called LeBron a bitch while they were teammates in December of 2013. All right, I don't think you have to keep saying the word bitch. And finally, Draymond Green called LeBron a bitch in the right. 2016 finals. All right, all right, enough, enough bitch talk. All right, <laughs> Jesus, just you gotta get us canceled. Yeah, canceled. I'm with LeBron. I don't like saying it. I didn't feel good saying it. I think he's. I think everybody's using this word very loosely. Could have fooled me. On Saturday night, the Lakers beat the Rockets 107 to 97 in a game that featured a gravity and age-defying 360-degree layup from LeBron James. There um, it is. Yeah. There it is. I just have to say that I did not see Lakers Rockets being the rivalry of the year. I mean, oh no. I'll keep keep replaying this for me. It looks kind of old and slow to me. Okay. I, mean, like, I, I, I get it. I can't do that, but he definitely looked his age doing that. Right? No? Uh, oh, you, you guys are cowards. I'm just being honest. The Lakers bench erupted in celebration. Uh, Christian Wood received a tech for coming off the bench in excitement. And I would just like to say that if I got a technical foul every time I was excited about something, I would be banned from everything. Let Christian Wood live his truth. I think we need to normalize being very excited about things. I mean, no, I, I disagree. Act like you've been there before. Especially when it's an old, slow ass three sixty degree. Okay, lift. like come All on, right. man. No, no, like we no. acted like he windmilled it out. Like he he was crashing to the ground by the end of it. He did it. Also, right. LeBron is not a bitch. There goes that word again. I just want to say it. I do not. I I I've got your back, LeBron. Yeah, yeah. All those people Look, were wrong. I, I don't believe you when you say that. One night after becoming a father for the very first time, Luka Doncic put up a vintage thirty six point fifteen rebound. 18 assist performance as he led the shorthanded Dallas Mavericks on a 30-0 run against the Oklahoma City Thunder on Saturday night. And they still got sunned as the Mavs fell 126-120. to Now, I know what you're thinking. Wait a second. 30-0 run, and they still lost. How's that possible? They were down 24 in the fourth quarter. They actually came back, went up six before blowing that lead. ESPN's Tim McMahon reported that Doncic was, quote, Exhausted, emotionally spent, extremely proud, and quite perturbed. It's about fatherhood, right? 
that's that's how that works. Yeah. No, he's talking about no the game. Okay. Fatherhood's like that too. I'm perpetually exhausted, emotionally spent, extremely proud, and quite perturbed. That's like daily. That explains everything. <laughs> In a successful rally, the Clippers came back from being 22 down to the Warriors to win 113 to 112. After the game, James Harden said that he told Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, quote, let's catch a rhythm. Let's be good. Like we're going to be later in the season. Let's start it now. And I got to say, Clippers and Warriors have the most real housewives vibes. Like we got older players, a lot of drama. Everybody talks to the press. I think they should have had Andy Cohen ref this game. I like the idea of like, let's be good. And like, oh, that's what's been missing. We've been trying to be bad this whole time. If only we known. Yeah. (laughs) I also like how he says, let's be good. Like we're going to be later in the season. It's like, well, just do it now. That's the, I'm pretty sure I didn't see the quote, but, or the clip of him saying that, but I'm pretty sure he winked. Like we'll be later in the season. Oh, really? Get it. (laughs) Foreshadowing much. The Clippers held the Warriors only 20 points in the fourth quarter after enduring a game that started with Draymond Green burning not one, not two, not three, but four three-pointers in the first quarter. But the game ended with Draymond missing the go-ahead three-pointer from the corner. Well, well, well. It would appear that the choker has become the chokey. Mm. <laughs> my, my, how the turntables have, have turned. Is that how that goes? I just realized that there's going to be a movie about Draymond Green's origin story just called Choker. Get it? Joaquin Phoenix? Okay. A leaked video recorded by a fan of Zion Williamson joking with Chigozi Umedi, the GM of the Bulls G League affiliate, has sparked furious speculation about his potential move to the Bulls. Please, now the I'm clip. to get to the part y'all been waiting for, man. So I've been waiting for these players. I see my guy Zion, y'all. And I heard this man talk to the Chicago Bulls assistant and tell him that he wants to go play for them. If y'all don't believe me, man, here's the footage itself. man's teammate heard that y'all want to get right to snitching to get right okay. to snitching i know that this is supposed to be about zion but i can't get over how squirrely that kid's voice sounds <laughs> <laughs> and before you guys get on me and talk about oh man you're making fun of a kid he's the one that recorded the video like a snitch and put it out on the internet and put his voiceover over he could have just put captions he decided to do that welcome to my world kid you sound squirrely. Maybe, maybe, maybe not chuggly. Put some bass in your voice. Just stand on it. Come on now. According to Ethan Skolnick of Five Reasons Sports, the Miami Heat were willing to give up more assets for Drew Holiday than Damian Lillard. Skolnick reports, quote, Drew's contract is friendlier. He plays defense, which the Heat value. The Heat don't believe that Dame does. They continued, if we took a Holiday... Took some time to celebrate. Just one day out of life, it would be, it would be so nice. Holiday, celebrate. Cap, shout out to Cam and Mace. I'm calling Cap on that one. Whole summer was spent trying to get the guy. Who are you trying to kid? Come on, not you, Ethan, but your heat sources. 
relax. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, whatever. We didn't actually want him. No. We didn't want him in the first place. Charlotte, Marcus Smart's still available. Yeah, well, God, I hope he's doing all right. On Saturday night, Kevin Durant overtook Moses Malone for 10th place on the all-time scoring list with 27,450 career points and counting. After the game, Durant praised Malone as one of the most underrated players in the league's history, saying, quote, as a basketball player, I think it's our job to go back and know the history of the game and who paved the way for us. And I'm glad Kevin Durant brought that up because as a basketball player or as a basketball fan or as a former basketball exec, I think we should all know about the history of the game. And the history of the game doesn't stop with the NBA. No, it includes the ABA. You see, Charlotte, here's the deal. Moses Malone's point total on the official NBA record books does not count his ABA totals. If you count Moses' ABA exploits, he scored 29,580 points, which would put him ninth overall. In fact, Kevin Durant would be 13th overall behind Dr. J and Dan Issel, who also get similar bumps from their ABA point totals. And this brings me back to a very important point, a soapbox that I will always stand on, given any opportunity I can. The NBA chooses not to recognize or respect the records accumulated in the ABA, whether it's points scored, whether it's coaching wins, or the wins, the banners, the official uh, championships won by the teams in the ABA. And I think that's really kind of horseshit. Here's why. If you got a time machine, you went back to 1974, 75, right before the merger, and you watch NBA basketball, and then you watch ABA basketball, and I ask you, which one of these two more closely resembles the game that we know and we love today? Unanimously, you'd all say ABA basketball. So this thing that had the three-point line well before the NBA did, that had up-and-down fast-paced play, not these robotic kind of scripted plays, that had improvisation blended with the structure. All of these things that we know and love about basketball today came from the ABA, not the NBA. I'm not saying it was better. Look at that All-Star game that first year after the merger and tell me how many ABA names you saw. What I'm telling you is it should not be tucked away in an attic somewhere and forgotten about. Bring those records back. Make sure we respect all the old, old legends while they're still alive to receive those flowers. I love that. This, is, this has been my soapbox. It's a good soapbox. Speaking of boxes, uh, yeah. okay. <laughs> the uh, NBA unveiled more of the hardware for the in-season tournament winners. Um, the MVP trophy, which is made by Tiffany & Co., looks like one of those um, water windmill thing, the plastic things you bring to the beach for kids. Uh, can we show the trophy and then the thing? Yeah, yep. I've- I've never, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, that there it is. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. can see it. Yeah. You know what I mean? The metal, I think, looks like a hood ornament, sort of like uh, on a Mercedes. I don't know. You be the judge. Here they are. <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh, and the basketball looks like a bowling ball. Yes. Absolutely. St- yeah. You know, still very cool. I'm not, I don't, mm, sincerity. Um, um, I, you know, it, I'm not going to turn down something by Tiffany. You kidding me? Okay. Comes in. A, does right. that thing come in a blue box? You think Tiffany is going <laughs> to this <laughs> this show? Oh, oh. Charlotte, uh. droll, very droll. 
In our contractually obligated Victor Wembanyama news, a local San Antonio restaurant named Chris Madrid's has unveiled the Wemby Burger, which you can try for the low, low price of $18? Come on, man. A burger? Is it long and stringy? It's actually four beef patties with gobs of melted cheese. They're, they're words, not mine. Hmm. They're, kind of, they're going I, for I, height, I mean. That's oh I didn't even think about that. You know, I was, I was gonna say that's kind of a girthy sandwich. No, our burger's no. a sandwich. Mm, I don't think so. Yeah, I think the homegrown hot dog's better anyway. That's that's a seven seven and a half foot long seven foot long hot dog. Oh boy. <laughs> Uh, okay, so um, James Harden called his relationship with Daryl Morey a failed marriage. Um, and once again, I would just like to say that at least in a marriage, you usually get a ring. Charlotte, you've been really mean today. You What's know, <laughs> I just like to zig a little bit. You know, everybody thinks I'm this like cheerful, nice person. I got to gotta zig when they zag. Kitten has claws. All right. Ew. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> I don't know where I got that from. I think Pulp Fiction, maybe. I don't remember. All right. <clears throat> Kelly Oubre is in the news again. Now he's complaining about being questioned by people about his account of the hit and run accident, saying, quote, this was and is a very traumatic situation for me and my family. I just wish my life wasn't like the Truman Show, where everybody could kind of watch it and have their own opinion about my life. I totally get it, Charlotte. I go through the same thing sometimes. And when I do, I like to fix myself a nice cup of mo cocoa drink. All natural cocoa beans from the slopes of Mount Nicaragua. No artificial sweeteners. Mo cocoa drink. What the hell are you talking about? Who are you talking to? I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, Charlotte. So the Celtics are done. They're out. Porzingis wore a very ugly Canadian tuxedo on the uh, bench. Blow another I was one. like, where'd you get the Canadian tuxedo? <laughs> this guy looks like when he wears a jean jacket, like he always sort of looks like this, but when he wears a jean jacket, he looks like he's a villain in one of the Born Identity movies. Oh, yeah, definitely. What Needs are we to doing? Be smoking. Needs to be smoking some cigarettes, though, and also either driving a black Mercedes sedan or <laughs> a moped. One of the two. Last night. I mean, I was watching this and I don't and no part of me actually thought they were going to win this tournament or advance very far, to be you, honest. You knew it. Um, you knew it. 
I just knew it. And, and to me, I'm like, okay, well, hopefully this is a reminder that like, it sucks to lose games when there are high stakes. Cause you could sort of see at the end of the game, like Tatum started trying really hard in the last seconds. And I was like, why didn't you yeah. do that? Like four minutes sooner. And you could see them like that 500 K that starts to mean something when you're about to right. lose it. Yeah. I picked the Pacers to win as I mm-hmm. mentioned several times already. <laughs> and people said, why? And I said, well, in singles, game kind of elimination single game tournament knockout stages or whatever what we have a pretty good example of that every year in march madness and what happens it's the team with three-point shooting and guard play yeah. always ends up winning and halliburton just he he did it he exemplified the march madness upset in the best way possible in that he was a maestro and i'll be honest i did not know i was not aware of that only second time he's been on national TV yeah. stat. It blew my saying, mind. Same. They kept saying, like, this is his first TNT game. And I was like, I'm yeah. sorry, he was drafted in 2020, was he not? Yeah. I realize now why he's so underrated. It's because most people have never seen him play. It's like the, this was a coming out party to America of like, oh, yeah, I'm the guy who's going to be the next greatest point guard in this league. And I think a lot of people tuned in and saw – Oh, that's the dude you guys have been talking about. Yeah, totally. And I think the in-season tournament had a lot to do with that. Like this game, I'm sorry, I'm obsessed with the in-season tournament. I'm obsessed with, like, I, I can't wait. I can't. I do. I can't wait for the games tonight. I actually care. Even if the stakes are manufactured, like the stakes are always sort of manufactured. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm bought in and I'm actually going to miss it when it's gone. Like, can can the regular season just be like a series of in-season tournaments? Like, yeah, I'm, so, I'm nice. so into it. Uh, also, in the late game, Pelicans won. Uh, my Kings pick kind of blew up in my face. But I think the most important thing, the most interesting thing was mm-hmm. Zion Williamson didn't play well. Didn't yep. He seemed to be out of it. I don't know if he was feeling bad or something. He played great against Chicago the other night. And now today, uh, last night, excuse me. It just didn't seem to have it. Yeah, and I in the the early part of the game when the Kings were up by so much, I was like, "Oh God, I don't, I didn't want this for the Pelicans." I was like, "This could have been such a moment." And then they came back, and that yeah. is such a testament to that team. And it's like, okay, well, if you can come back from that when Zion has only ten points, like, I don't know. Bucks and Knicks. I have the Knicks winning it on my bracket. I think there's a couple of things. One, we go back to guard play, and even though Damian Lillard is tremendous. I think the Knicks have three guards who have been in this situation, single game elimination tournament, and have thrived in those circumstances, Jalen Brunson, Josh Hart, and Dante DiVincenzo. And I think that experience, and particularly that experience together, is really going to help them. I think that's a great point. I also think that the Knicks just are playing a little bit harder and scrappier right now than Mm -hmm. the Bucs. I mean, when we saw the Bucs in Miami, um, I was I was just like not they terribly. Yeah, they did, and they look a little bit lackluster. There's like some some passion missing, and if you can say one thing about the Knicks, it's that Jalen Brunson tries harder than anybody, and like doesn't try to hide that. And so yeah. I really hope that that happens tonight. I hope the Knicks don't nix themselves in like the one no. game where they don't play hard. I, this year. I got them winning the whole thing. Don't say that. That's uh, we're not we're not okay. bringing that back, Juju. Okay. And then finally, Lakers Suns. Lakers had the uh, were undefeated and they had the best point differential on any team in the in-season tournament. The Suns, <laughs> you know, they've been up and down with injuries. Booker's supposed to play. Durant's going to play. Bradley Beal will not. I think the Lakers are going to win this one. I think LeBron is, when he's kind of got something in his sights, he's very zeroed in. But I wouldn't be surprised, man, if they got upset. 
I don't know why it makes me laugh so hard that the Lakers, it's like LeBron. So it's like if there's a sort of test, LeBron is like, I'm going to ace it. This yeah. is my time, baby. Like he just needs something to like try for. Um, and it just, it makes me laugh. And I hope that, listen, if we end up with Lakers Knicks in the finals of this oh, thing. Oh, a- Adam Silver and all his cronies will be popping champagne. So will I. As, a, as an unabashed in-season tournament stand, I'm going to be really excited if that happens. I will send you a postcard from Vegas. Oh, I know you're going to be there. I'm so excited for you. Bon voyage. I, I can already tell Charlotte's going to be awful at this game. But let's go. Okay. Start it. Zucchini. Cucumber. One. Pickles. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh I'm going to be bad at this I, game. I, you have to count? I didn't know. <laughs> One, two, three. All right. Were well, you going to say pickles? No, I was going to say watermelon. <laughs> That's. Uh, see? <laughs> Okay. And you got to watermelon yep. how? They are green vegetables. Watermelon's not a vegetable. <laughs> All right. It's a um, gourd. Zucchini. All right. Okay. Lights. Camera. One, two, three. Action. Action. Ah, okay. All right. How about this? Car. Bus. One, two, three. Plane. Plane. Oh, here we go. Two for two. All right. All right. Uh, uh, let's go. Uh, producer. Director. One, two, two three. three. Movie. Actor. They repeat their roles. Hollywood. Main Street. One, One two, two, three. three. Wall Set. Street. <laughs> Thought we were doing politics here. All right. Oh, uh, uh, um, <laughs> politician. Swamp. One, One, two, two three. Drain. drain. Yeah. <laughs> I'm concerned by how many of these we're, I'm getting with the meme. Sweatshirt. Hoodie. One, One two, two, three. three jacket. Sweater. This is fun. I can do this for a long time. These guys are like, I'm so glad that this is what I'm doing with my professional. <gasps> iPhone. Android. One, One two, two, three. Alexander Blackberry. Graham Bell. <laughs> Albert Einstein. Nikola Tesla. One, One two, two, three. three. Bicycle. <laughs> I was trying to think. I couldn't think of any I, other side. I was trying to think of a dumbass. So like, I was like, who's a dumbass? <laughs> Sneaker. Sock. One, One two, two, three. three. Sandal. Sandard. <laughs> should, this should honestly just be the show. Yeah. I would watch this for hours. Basketball terms. Okay. Okay. We'll do basketball terms. Okay. All right. Three pointer. Free throw. One, One two, two, three. three. Field Dunk. goal. <laughs> Shaq. Kenny. One, One two, two, three. Ernie. <laughs> I got caught up in the air.